Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Episode 65. 65. I do want to say one thing real quick. Uh, rest in peace to Mac Miller. We didn't cover that last week, but his passing for the anniversary of his passing was a couple days ago. That's crazy. Still a crazy happy loss. Birthday, happy birthday to Martin Luther King, because we didn't say that the last, uh, last podcast either. For sure. Yeah, man. Um, Getting into these high headlines? Yes, sir. Hot headlines. What you got for me this week? Um, Korean scientists develop a technique for diagnosing prostate cancer from urine, which only takes 20 minutes, which it's, uh, it's actually almost 100% accurate, which I found is interesting because now you don't have to get a finger up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very nice thing. Imagine like just now getting a finger up your ass to check your prostate. And then they come out with the shit the next day. You're like, wait a minute. I was already violating. <laughs> wait a minute. I think my doctor was holding out on me. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, did you see that LeBron is leaving uh, Coke after 18 years? He was, you know, originally he was with, he did all the Sprite commercials, but mm-hmm. now he's going to head over to Pepsi. And the deal that he has uh, also includes the integration of Blaze Pizza, which is the pizza chain that he owns. It's, I, from what I know about it, it's kind of like similar to uh, Mod Pizza, where you go in and like they create it in front of you. So that's pretty cool. Um, they have over 300 plus locations. So, man. I mean, he left, I'm sure that Pepsi gave him the bag, plus the addition of the, the pizza integration probably was what moved him. I'm pretty sure Pepsi owns Pizza Hut, right? Uh, I'm not sure. You might have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure they own Pizza Hut. Oh, interesting. Yeah, let me actually look that up right now. Yes, Pepsi is the parent corporation of KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so... um yeah, I can see that working out. I can see them being like, I mean, LeBron's not going to be the face of Pizza Hut, so yeah. maybe we could pop something else out there. I wonder if he's going to be the face of Seven Up now. That would be pretty crazy. That would be crazy. I wonder if Seven Up would make like a company. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that drink Seven Up like that. So, I, usually, most people if they're going to go with the lemon lime, they go with the Sprite. Hmm. I don't, what do you prefer? Uh, I think I like Sprite better. But one I did like that I don't know where it went was, and it might still be around a Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist is good. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if that's, it was like crispy. It wasn't like like sometimes Sprite's a little bit like overpowering with the, the tangy taste. Sprite is very harsh with the car- uh, carbonation. Yeah, I think that's what like, it is. Really, damn, that's, this shit is fucking violent, bro. <laughs> yeah, like if you drink a Diet Pepsi and drink a Diet Coke, like it's like a the Diet Pepsi is like a you know it's like an ease into it, but the Diet Coke is like bam, this hits you right uh, away. I don't like Diet Pop like at all. My grandma's diabetic, so growing up, that's like all we had in the house. Mm. Did you see that uh, Michigan marijuana dispensary is giving away free weed to anyone that gets the COVID-19 vaccination? Yeah, I'm about to move to Michigan. <laughs> I think it's only, I think it's just a joint. Oh, I was going to say, you get a, uh, an eighth and a, uh, and a COVID vaccine? <laughs> yeah. I'm on my way to party. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people actually who have the vaccine now. Oh, really? Yeah. I've uh, kind of eased my stance on the vaccine. I think that, uh, if I ease my stance, I don't mean that like, I've done more research. I just want to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it's coming down to. It's like, man, I don't know what I'm afraid of. I think all the conspiracy theories that you see on a daily basis on you know social media, it does get to your head where you're like, hmm, should I be skeptical? Like the government has shown to be fucked up in many ways. Maybe right. this is one of the ways. But at the same time, I don't know. You know, to be fair, we haven't had something like this large scale before. You know, like we've never had uh, like a I, uh, in our lifetime, I don't think uh, like a major vaccine rollout like this. That's uh, so sudden. Not mm-hmm. as you know, might be over time, but yeah. I mean, uh, you can't really fault people for feeling a little bit weird about taking it, especially with so much misinformation going around. For sure, I'm ready for a beach. I'm ready for a henny colada. I'm ready for <laughs> not coming here for another week. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Not, yeah. not to the podcast. I mean, not being home for a week. I want to go somewhere tropical, lay on the beach, get a little tan, and not worry about getting sick for two weeks straight. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's just the, the peace of mind there is what, what we need. Yeah, give me a regular cold. I want to go outside and catch a cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, can I worry about like getting the sniffles instead of yeah. getting cold? Like, you know, real shit, wild stuff. Uh, did you see that? You know, Kyrie's been in the, the news a lot for 
the things going on with him uh, leading the team, not leading the team, but uh, you know being absent and all, all the James Harden stuff. Uh, did yeah. you see that he recently bought a home for George George Floyd's family? Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, that's really dope. Um, Kyrie's been doing a lot of stuff like that outside of the the sports world, which is why when people like Stephen A. Smith kind of like talk down on him it's like there should still be a certain level of respect towards Kyrie because he's doing stuff outside of basketball like when mm-hmm. you guys talk down and say he's not a good leader and stuff okay he's not a good leader on the basketball court but now you're also speaking to other character when you're saying that he's not a good leader which he's clearly shown that he does things for um, the social justice movement and for the betterment of his people yeah yeah he's definitely a character that I feel like is easy to talk about because he he says some controversial shit he does some controversial things but I mean you know everyone has two sides and there's, when it comes to the story in general, there's two sides to every story. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to pick pile on him too because everybody's doing it right now. You know, it's exactly. Like he's an easy target. He almost it's almost like Kanye to me. Like, no matter mm-hmm. what he does, he's going to be under a microscope and under scrutiny. Yeah, under more scrutiny. What I do? Act more stupidly. Hey. <laughs> All right. So, did you see that there's a um, cocaine bananas from uh, from Colombia that have arrived at grocery stores in oh, in Canada? Damn. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's funny. There's a, a line in the article that says, after an apparent mix up. <laughs> like, an apparent uh, mix up. That's a pun. Bro. And you just said a line in the article. There's a lot of puns going around. Oh, yeah, you know. Uh, that's nuts. Somebody's definitely getting fired for that. Yeah, someone's getting killed for that shit, bro. What? Yeah. All so the how, bananas. Did it, yeah, did you say like how much was actually sent to the grocery stores? Yeah, let me look. 900 pounds i don't know do you do cocaine in pounds i don't know about that world a grocery store in Kelowna reportedly reported it had found 12 bricks of what believed to be illicit drugs and shipments of bananas damn yeah so i guess it's not like the bananas are filled with coke it's like legit banana boxes and it was looks like four boxes with nope three boxes with four bricks in each box damn well, that person is probably not doing too well right now. So, man, it's funny whenever I see like uh, news articles talk about drugs, they th- say things so weird. Like this is the shipment would have introduced eight hundred thousand doses into the market. Like <laughs> it's such a weird thing to say. Wait, so are people injecting cocaine like they were injecting mushrooms last week? I don't know. That's just a weird sentence. Like, yeah, that <laughs> is really weird. Eight hundred thousand doses. Do you remember the? Uh, the uh, I think he was the Toronto mayor that was doing like fucking mm-hmm. heroin and shit. Yeah, Rob Ford, I think was his name. Didn't people like him? Uh, I I don't know. Like I did see like some favoritism towards him because people were like, well, yeah, he's on drugs, but he's doing good shit for the community, and I could yeah. just be talking my ass. But I feel like I've seen that pop up a few times. Yeah, I thought I saw that too. But then yeah. again, I'm not from Canada, so my Canadian yeah. news is not up to date. Yeah, definitely not. The only Canada news I'm up to date on is whatever OVO's got going on. I was just about to say that. Yeah, speaking of which, they pushed the album back. The Certified Lover Boy. Oh. Is it going to be a summer anthem on there or something? Is that what they're hoping for? He was was saying that it was because he tore his meniscus and had to get surgery and his mind just hasn't been on the music. But I feel like in that circumstance, now that you have a bunch of downtime because you can't walk anywhere, you would be recording more. But who knows? I think they're over here like, hey, bro, vaccines rolling out to people might yeah. actually be out summertime. Let's let's just wait a little bit. Yeah, that, was, that could be a smart move. He's going to pull one dance out of his ass and run the charts again. All yeah, summer. he probably has like three on there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Thomas is going to be the first female referee to ref a Super Bowl. Yeah, she's already an uh, NFL referee, but she's going to be the first to ref a Super Bowl, which is cool. Shout out to her. Super progressive. Really dope, especially mm-hmm. for the NFL, who seems to always backtrack on being progressive so yeah, very true. that's cool um, i had that written down also uh it's been a good year for women or like i guess a good couple years for women in sports it seems like they're finally giving women opportunities especially in these male sports so i think it's pretty cool i mean it's mm-hmm. worth a shot i mean if she does great then maybe that'll open the floodgates for more women to be accepted in uh refereeing roles i mean she's clearly already doing great if she's even considered to be in the position that's very true mm-hmm. uh isn't the, the weekends performing at halftime right mm-hmm yeah, I'm excited for that. I think I wonder if they're going to do like a, uh, if he's going to do a virtual thing or if he's going to have a stage or how it's how it's going to happen. <laughs> Fucking fly. Um, yeah, I'm curious too because I know like uh, I don't I didn't watch any of the other award shows, but I know BET did like their little virtual thing. I can see them doing that. Yeah, I haven't watched any award shows. Really 
Uh, but yeah, it gives, I've seen the- it gives a lot more control of the uh, the atmosphere for, for sure. the music. So I can see them definitely doing that if they want it. Well, if they yeah, you, can, you can basically create your own world. Mm-hmm. Like, inside, there's no there's no limit to that. I mean, I guess the only limit is how far your imagination can go. So yeah, and budget. Yeah, and we know the weekend. You know, he's into all the artsy stuff and all that. So I'm sure that if if he is doing the virtual thing, it's it's going to be fire for sure. Yeah, lost him a fire. Uh, <laughs> NBA Jam will be the focus of a new documentary chronicling the success of the iconic video game. Oh, really? It's pretty dope. I, I like that. love that game. Yeah, super fun. Uh, He's Char- on fire. Crazy. Uh, they also, yeah. we've seen it like Walmart. They've actually have the uh, the NBA Jam that you can buy, like the little video game thing. It's like three hundred bucks, and you can put it in like a you know like a man cave or something. Wait, what is it? It's like an arcade, like an arcade, like a, one of those stand-up oh, arcades. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, But it's like yeah. a mini version of it, you know, because, like, when you go to the actual one, it's a big-ass one, but this yeah. one's, like, like eye level Yeah, they have a lot of games like that at yeah, Walmart. Mm-hmm, Galaga. One. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool if they had, like, NFL Blitz. That'd be dope. That would be sick. Yeah. I have uh, NBA Jam on the Sega Genesis in the weight room. Oh, the old, uh, on the old Genesis? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, hey, yeah. Did you see that a dad is under investigation from the FBI um, for threatening his kids with a gun because they were going to tell on him that he was part of the insurrection? Yeah, classy people. Kill your kids, dude. Like, how far does your loyalty go where you're willing to threaten to kill your kids to defend Donald Trump? Yeah. You know, you are a coward and you're a sad excuse for a parent. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of uh, of rioters, there's a Capitol rioter arrested after sending a selfie to his girlfriend's brother, who was a federal agent. God, these, these people are real fucking geniuses, you know that? You can't make this shit up, people. Can't make it up. And even if we did, like if, if you put Donald Trump's name to it, even if it was made up, it would sound real, because that's how far you guys have crossed the line now. Real shit. There's a quote by George Carlin that says, think of how stupid the average person is and realize half of them are stupider than that. Damn. Oh. He's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, did you also see that they arrested some girl because she stole Nancy Pelosi's computer and was trying to sell it to Russians or something? Yeah, I saw that. Bro, that's going to, she's going to be fucked. Oh, yeah. Like oh, super fucked. Yeah. Those charges are going to, she might spend a couple of lifetimes in jail for that. Yeah, real shit. Like that's like legit treason. Legit treason. Like yeah. there's not even a gray area for that. Yeah. Like, our enemy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Again, it was just like George Carlin said. <laughs> Yeah, 50%. Uh, did you also see that 17% of uh, AirPod, AirPod owners wear their AirPods while having sex? What? 70? 17. Oh, 17. What? It was still kind of a high number for me. Like 17% of people were wearing uh, AirPods while they have sex. Like both people? Uh, it doesn't. It didn't really say. It just said 70% of Apple or AirPod owners. I have I so many questions. So first question is, do both people wear it? During sex. So it's like um, one of those silent clubs. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> send the vibe, send your own vibe. Um, yeah. Which would be weird because, like, what if someone's like fucking offbeat, like to your beat? Yeah. You're like, yo, what That's the right. fuck are you doing? Like, this is a slow song. She's over here listening to like some hyphy shit. Um, next question is the people that they asked for this survey, I wonder if they're like being like, yeah, I actually do, or they're just like fucking around like trolling. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like, are we talking about like, actual sex where you know or is this like a i did you in the bathroom at the subway with my airpods in? yeah that's that's nasty but yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know what yeah, i mean like, yeah, yeah. We're talking about here. like is this like a married couple that the, the husband just doesn't want to hear his wife tell his pops in some pop smoke while he's doing his thing pop smoke that's fucking wild <laughs> damn <clears throat> lower your tone <laughs> did you see that uh, Joe Exotic had a limo on standby near the prison as he awaited the last minutes to get a presidential pardon? Yeah, wild. I still haven't seen Tiger King either. I watched like a, the first couple episodes, didn't understand the hype. Um, was it a series? I thought it was just like one documentary. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's a series. Uh, I don't even know. Like, yeah, that was, whatever it was about, it didn't seem appealing to me. It just seemed like a. I don't know. You want you want to put a guy on it that's abusing animals and his wife supposedly killed him. I mean, I guess I get the wildness of it, but it just seems like overly salacious for no reason. Just looking at this Joe Exotic situation, like he really got a limo, put it outside the jail, and was hoping for a pardon. This guy got the same. He rented a limo from the same company that fucking gives him for prom. It's funny too because the limo left at ten o'clock. 
So he was like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> I, I'm sure he still had to pay for it too. Like that limo driver's not just sitting out there for fun. hundred percent. That's wild. I wonder if how much money he's still making while in prison too. I wonder if, um, actually we're going to talk about pardons later. We can get into that a little bit yeah. later. Cool. Um, did you also see, I don't know what, what it is with New York and their teams and sending pick picks, but did you see that the Mets general manager sent explicit photos, including a naked picture of a penis to a foreign female reporter in 2016 after she ignored dozens of other messages sent from him for weeks. So your thing was, if she's been ignoring me for the last month, then I'm just going to go ahead and shoot a half court heave and send a picture of your penis. Yeah. I think that that's pretty common. Yeah, remember a, who? Brett Favre. Yeah. I think it's just common where like a lot of guys just don't have games. They're like, Oh my dick. Here you go. Yeah, I just don't understand what goes through somebody's mind though, is that she's been ignoring you for a week while all of a sudden your penis would uh, entice her to want to talk to you. I've never heard a girl be like, oh, I take that back. I don't think it's common for girls to be like, dicks are pretty. I don't think that that's a common thing. I don't get why guys think that's like the thing. Unless the girl explicitly asks you for that because that's what they want to see at the time. I don't yeah. think a surprise dick is going to be in your favor, bro. And that's a super violation, man. Just don't be just randomly out here sending your dick pics to random girls. Like, that's going to get you down. 100%. Like, what was going through his mind where he's like, this isn't going to backfire on me in any way? Like, not only are you not harassing the woman, now you're sexually harassing her. Now you're sending dick pics. Like, I just think that man. type of person that has a mentality, like, I'm going to send her a dick pic. You probably don't have the dick for it. You know what I mean? Like, if you already have that mentality, you're already. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the old thing? Leave, leave some secrets or. It's like, yeah. you know, one of those old things, like, uh, some things are meant to be kept a secret. Real shit. You should have kept that a secret, bro. Now, yeah. now it's everywhere. And start treating women better in sports, man. What are you guys doing out here doing this funny shit, like, sending these dick pics and stuff, man? If they don't want you, they don't want you. Go find somebody that does. Like, there's literally Tinder. There's uh, escorts. There's all kinds of ways you can get laid. That's real shit. Especially with an iPhone. I think uh, they're just fixated on the thing that they can't have. Yep, that's true. I had a couple more. Uh, did you see the? <laughs> didn't we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, her vagina candle exploded in a UK woman's home. I saw that. Um, I didn't really see how it exploded. Yeah, uh, I don't know how that happened. I saw that headline though. So are you? So now that that okay. So I have so many questions. So yep, yep. I want to hear. Smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina now. Hmm. Is it exploded? Is like is the fragrance everywhere? And also, why would she buy the candle? I can see some of these dudes that are maybe sending weird dick pics by that kind of candle, but yeah, I don't know, man. I I can see someone buying it for like a collector's item because it's like this is so weird. Uh, maybe a hundred years from now, my grandkids can sell this for five thousand dollars type shit. Passing down for China, it's wild. That is wild. But I mean, I, there's weirder, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. there's, there's a panty vending machine in Japan. So, I mean. Oh, did I know that? Yeah, well, the more you know. Uh, hot headlines. It's like, <laughs> now, I don't understand how the candle exploded, though, but you would think that the whole house smelled like Gwyneth's vagina at this point. Yeah. I think Gwyneth should probably reach out and find some way to, like, maybe the ladies free candles or something. Like, do you think that the candle smells good or do you think that they actually try to get the fragrance of herself on there? Like, do you think yeah. it's a marketing gimmick? It's got to be. Like, how would you even? I, I don't know. Like, would you? All right. So would you have to have a tester smell her and then try to recreate the smell off of that? Honestly, I feel like that's pretty easy to do. Like that part to get someone to sniff and then try to recreate i feel like that's easy whether or not it's successful or not is a whole nother issue let's see yeah that's really strange but then there's another question because you have to light it on fire so now you have to combine the light like the fire scent or the heated up candle scent yeah like is it when it's heated up is that when it smells like the vagina or like if you just sniff the candle like you only get half the experience we need to know these things man That's that's pretty wild. What if her house would have burnt down from that? Like, imagine having to tell people they're like, "Oh, how's your house burned down?" Well, you know, I bought this Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle offline, and uh, it exploded and caught fire. And yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, definition of a firebox for real. Yeah, that pussy's popping. Did you see that Tennessee put cash in McDonald's bags and handed it to the recruits during uh, campus visits? Really? Doesn't shock me. I mean, we all know people are getting paid, but I just think that putting them in McDonald's bags is a little wild. Yeah, I mean, I understand the whole cash thing. Like, no paper trail. 
Yeah, no paper trail for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess putting them in McDonald's bags might be the safest way to get to, to somebody. But what if you're like that one person on the team that's like, well, I don't really fuck with McDonald's. You just throw this shit away. Turns out that's like fifteen grand. Yeah, I just don't understand. Yeah, like why do you have to make it like that? Why don't you just like go to the kid's house and just give them cash? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to find some way to just not. I don't know. That's so weird. Yeah. Like, are you know. guys exchanging this cash in broad daylight in the middle of campus or something? <laughs> Is that why you need the McDonald's bags? I mean, hey, man, people have done stupider things, so that's true. Could possibly be. They're over here, like, hey, meet me at the meet me at the square, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I got a square. bag for you. <laughs> I got some big Macs. Yeah, I got some Big Macs for you. <laughs> that's funny. That wild. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that they're going to get hit with uh, all kinds of recruiting violations here soon. I don't think they care, bro. I don't think colleges care. I think like they're recruiting fines and shit. They don't care. Oh yeah, I think care. they don't care is when um, they can't play in like the the bulls and stuff like that. All they're gonna do now is just Burger King bags. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Hopefully this time they took a better one though, so they don't get caught. Real shit. Oh, I did. I did have one more headline. Okay. We t- we keep talking about remaking movies, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna remake Wonka again. Willy Wonka. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't want to see that remade again. Bro, I do, because every time they make it, there's better technology for some better shit. Keep in mind, this is like a magical wonderland of candy. You know how many things that you can do with that? You know how many cool things you can do with that shit? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I just wish they would come up with maybe original stories. Like, maybe make a... I mean, I guess this does say that it's an origin story. So I guess maybe knowing the the history of Wonka would be cool, but I just don't want to... Um. just redoing the same movie just because of new technology. Like if you're going to do it, create another story out of it. Like kind of like what they've done with Harry Potter and like the fantastic beast stuff, like just create mm-hmm. a whole new thing. Like, I think that would be cool. I get that. I completely get that, but I'm definitely for it also. And keep in mind the last Willy Wonka. So there's two, there's Charlie and the chocolate factory. And then the one with Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. Yeah. Um, that one's an origin story of Willy Wonka. So I don't know why they're considering oh, this like something special. That would be cool to see maybe like a movie about like a Oompa Loompa Civil War. <laughs> Damn. Like this, sounds... is why, this is why Wonka had to take the Oompa Loompas from their mm. place because they were in this crazy war over uh, Coco. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I do hope that they <laughs> I don't. don't... <laughs> I didn't really like that they used the same guy as the Oompa Loompa on the last one. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did you watch the last one? The, yeah, the it's, been, it's been quite a while. Yeah, they used um it's just one guy and they just duplicated him hella times instead of having like oh, gotcha. all the individual people in the original. Yeah, I thought you meant like they they uh the guy that originally did it, because I didn't remember that they were all different in the original one either. I thought that they just used the same person or that did, like is fucked yeah. up. <laughs> what do you mean? You thought the original they used the same Oompa Loompa? Oh I, yeah, I just didn't know what you were saying. Like I didn't know if you meant like that they did the, the same guy was the same Oompa Loompa in the Johnny Depp version. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, from the original movies. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying the original guy they used in the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, yeah. Duplicating him. Right, yeah. That's what I thought you Mm, were No, he was actually a, he was one of the guys. Do you watch East Bound and Down? Yeah, love that show. I think it was like the third season, like, you know, like the little small guy. Oh, yeah. It was him. And they just like duplicated him hella times to make it seem like there was a lot of small people that were him. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch these, but I mean, you spend them down. It's always good to rewatch anyway. So yeah, I'll have to I love that shit. That's just hilarious. The Jets is the best part. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. And when he like loses it on his family and then he apologizes right after because he can't control his emotions. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's every episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So you want to get into this inauguration pardon fiasco that's gone on the last couple of days? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So, uh, so we were saying what 73 people were pardoned. 73 people commuted had commuted sentences and 70 people were pardoned i'm not sure what commuted sentences are i wonder if that means like they reduced their sentence i'm assuming and i think that that's what clemency means also because i think that like uh kodak and somebody else got clemency which meant that their the charges were lessened not that they're going to be off of the charges i think Mm. yeah so his sentence was commuted um Apparently, he promised to spend $1 million on charity if the president released him. Hmm. What charity, though? Doesn't say. Yeah, that's that's where I'm interested in. Is it going to be a Trump-run charity, or how is this going to work? Because we know that their family doesn't have a real good history with uh, charities. My question is, you have, like, all the headlines are like, Trump pardoned 70 people. 
um, including rapper Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. That's what all the headlines are saying. Yeah. I almost feel like those two people are like the distraction where it's like Kodak Black. Like, yeah. Where did that come I, from? Yeah, exactly. That was a lot of people's reaction was like Kodak Black, like why him out of any rappers? And there was also like some really random ones, like uh, one of the Death Row, uh, you know, from Death Row Records, one of their mm-hmm. like old or something I think was. I part. saw that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and there was also another really weird one that I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was like, I think it was another, oh, it was, the um, I think, former mayor of Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently he stole like a whole bunch of money from Detroit and did all kinds of crazy stuff, but he got pardoned. And the people that asked for the pardon were, have you heard of Diamond and Silk? Mm-hmm. They're these two like black ladies that are Trump supporters and they have like their own like talk show stuff. It's It's really weird, but apparently they asked for his pardon. Interesting. I think my point though that I'm trying to make is that there's a lot of people in here that have done a lot of fuck shit for the country yeah. that are getting pardoned and everyone is talking about Kodak Black. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. It seems like a distraction from the rest of the names. I mean, like you got guys like Steve Bannon on there. Who's exactly like what? Done some really wild shit against this country. He probably knows all of the grimy shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying that Trump was actually going back and forth on whether or not he wanted to actually pardon him. And that was a last minute one to include him. Yeah. He was the, um, what was he, the advisor, a strategist uh, or something like that? Yeah, he was um, the former chief strategist in the White House in charge of the final months of the 2016 presidential campaign and was indicted in August along with three others on wire fraud and money laundering conspiracy charges. Uh, he was stealing money from people. I don't know if you remember when he was, they were trying to raise money to build the wall mm-hmm. after, after Trump said the po- Mexico was going to pay for it. Yeah. He actually stole the money from the fundraising I'm, I'm not surprised yeah it seems like that's a, a pretty common thing in the, the trump administration and family yeah i just find it interesting that this is even a law that a president can do this yeah or even that um there's no like kind of like checks and balances with it right you know, everything every everything else is a check and balance why is a pardon any exception to that yeah like there needs to be like a kind of stricter rules or it's like if you are considered part of this ring of crime that's under investigation you're not allowed or something like that like they have to have like some sort of evidence that you're part of some uh crime organization which i mean i guess that's the whole point of the pardon is to get you off of the crime right yeah i don't know do you want to say last week we were talking or i think it was last week you were talking about maybe it was week before uh, Kodak getting pardoned and you know people were saying like why Kodak and stuff and I could kind of said some things about Kodak as far as like why he's in jail and things like that like let me make it clear like I want him to get out of jail but I'm hoping that when he does he makes better choices and the decisions that keep putting him back into jail it's mm-hmm. not that I'm like, not happy that he's getting out of course I'm happy for anybody that gets out of a situation like that I just hope that you know based on his history he makes better decisions now and surrounds himself with people that are going to make sure that he doesn't go back in because it looks like a wasted effort yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was reading it said that there's no real rule that a president can't pardon themselves. And I'm actually surprised that Trump hasn't came around and at least tried it mm-hmm. like, publicly. It was like, yeah, I pardoned all my shit. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? we talked, to, talked about this. I think when he pardons himself, it's only on a federal level. So states can still come for him. And I was actually kind of shocked he didn't pardon anybody in his family or Giuliani or anybody like that. Like, Mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to happen next for those people, or if this is like a way to hold something over their head. Hmm. Like he can't do it anymore now, right? Time's up. Yeah, I'm pro- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know too or the the rules of that, but I'm I'm assuming now that he's not president, he can't just be out here pardoning people. I feel like his last month, uh, actually, after he lost the election, I think that they went into planning mode about uh, very specific pardons to give out. That kind of stops. Um, it kind of like plugs up the uh, the spouts, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it's not like they need to give out all these pardons and make it look even more suspicious. It's just let's just cut off some of the ends that we know would lead back to this. And if they can't go through this path, then they can't touch these specific people, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it seems like all the cronies that were re- really involved with them. Because I mean, Trump had like what eight or nine people in his administration get brought up on different charges, like he. I, I was surprised. Maybe they're listed in here and I just haven't seen them, but I didn't see any of their names pop up when they were talking about the pardons. But like you said, the headline was Little Wayne and Kodak. And, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't really talking about too many other people. Yeah, I know Steve Bannon was one of the very last ones. and Maybe there wasn't enough time to talk about him, which I mean, by the time this comes out, there might be hella headlines talking about Steve Bannon. Who knows? And all the rest of the 
higher up. Um, and they were reporting on Monday. They were reporting on Monday that he wasn't even going to part C-Pan. That he had already told his aides that it probably wasn't a good idea, and then he changed his mind last minute. So. Um, like you said, I wonder what Steve Bannon has on him that you know made him change his mind. He's like Steve called him up and was like, "Hey man, heard you uh, heard you thinking about not parting me." Well, do you remember December nineteen ninety seven? Like, yeah, I think that um, when we were talking about like checks and balances, my cousin was telling me that you can't you can't uh, evoke your Fifth Amendment if they put you on stand if you're pardoned. So that's kind of a interesting strategy where it's like okay, if I put this person on the stand, they have to talk. So how am I supposed to get them off the stand or keep them off? Right. So Yeah, so it's almost like trading one thing for another. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like you're just, it's not like you're just going to get off scot-free on anything. Like, it, yeah, maybe for that crime, but maybe you can get tried on a different crime. Because think about it, like, we'll use Steve Bannon, for example. Like, okay, he does go to trial and he just doesn't say shit. Yeah. Like, is that better? Or is it better for him to just not go, period, and then potentially have to say everything. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I wonder what's going to happen moving forward, especially with in with him in mind, because it does seem like whatever Trump's planning next, it's, it's pretty obvious that Trump's planning something. Mm-hmm. We don't know, like, it could be a news network, it could be another run at presidency, like, he's planning something, and I'm sure that Steve Bann's going to be an integral part of whatever mm-hmm. he's planning. Man, that'd be crazy if he does run the second time, or after this four-year term. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a chance that he can win, bro. I still think that he would have won if it hadn't been for COVID. I think that he still could have won even with COVID if he gave out like a $2,000 check to everybody like a month before. Yeah. If he would have just like, I think we've said this a couple of times, like if he would have just done a couple of things differently, he could have easily won. Like if he would have given out checks, if he would have just told people to wear masks, mm-hmm. if he would have uh, just denounced white supremacy, if he would have, you but know, those, came those the two things. So denouncing white supremacy, I don't think he could have done that for his base. Yeah. Then the mask thing for his base. Honestly, the only thing that I think would get like kind of the swing people to like stay with Trump is if you were to give the check. I don't think anything else, because if you were to denounce white supremacy, he would mm-hmm. lose a lot of white supremacists. And I feel like majority of them voted for Trump. Majority, yeah. I feel like all of them voted for Trump. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. Where do you think that they, they're standing now? Like these people that were Trump supporters and that, you know, were really invested in him. Like, where do they stand now? Are, are they going to continue the charade or it? I mean, bro, I don't fucking know. Like there's one person in particular, you know who I'm talking about, Trump supporter. And this person, uh, like we follow them just to kind of like see what the Trump supporters are doing. You know what I mean? Like just to kind of gauge like the mentality what's going on. So like his stuff will pop up and it's like, you really think something's going to happen this day? Like you really think Trump has all the answers? You think that... He thought that January 19th, Donald Trump would come out here with a list of elite pedophiles and break down this pedophile ring, which I have hella things to talk about about that, where it's like, why are you using this for yourself, Donald Trump, when you could have said this a long time ago and prevented all this damage from these kids? Right, exactly. Like, like if, you knew, if you knew that these people were sexual predators 10 years ago, why did you not speak up and say anything? And now it looks like you're just using it to your advantage. Yeah, you're using this as your playing card. But right. Your followers are like, no, he has a plan. He has a plan. I don't understand a plan better than getting the information out as fast as possible. Right. Especially when there's kids involved. Like this is, this is sick shit. Like the fact that they're even like saying that he's going to save everybody from this, like the fact that they have this in their mind, that this is an idea, mm-hmm. like is already crazy in itself. Like where did this come from that all of a sudden he knows about these pedophile rings? And obviously it's like the Q and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like, where did this come out? Like, why is Trump the person that's going to save everybody? Yeah, so they have that Q person in mind. I just don't understand why they think it's Trump. Like, yeah. Why do you feel like it's Trump? Like, why do you, where is any evidence that says it's Trump and not some 14 year old fucking with this whole nation? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll talk about for the Q. Yeah, because that's the reason why they think that Trump is going to save these people is because this Q character that popped up mysteriously on the internet is telling mm-hmm. people, I have this clearance, I know all these things, I'm going to save the world pretty much so everyone's pretty much saying it's trump but it's like says who like you guys are the ones that are telling us like there's no facts behind that there's no facts behind that but you're following blindly this fuck but you're following oh, like reddit stuff right. and twitter fucking conspiracies like where is the basis in reality right like, so let's everything just seems like it's just like a it's it's so out there none of it really seems like it's based in reality like he's gonna get all these pedophiles 
He's going to, he's anointed by God to save us all. He's going to start a new government where there's no big tech media and all this. Like none of this stuff sounds realistic. Yeah. Like you guys really took a story and ran with it, but let's go back to even the beginning of Trump's presidency, because this particular person was low key bragging about this from the jump four years ago, mind you talking about this pedophile ring and talking about like, um, he's an inside man because I brought up pictures. I was like, Hey bro, like he looks hella buddy, buddy with Epstein, but I'm just looking at pictures. This picture low key is more evidence than the shit that you're saying. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, so he's like, no, he's going to save blah, blah, blah. Like this watch, just watch. Like, that's what he always said. Like, just watch. It's coming. It's coming. Four years later, nothing still. And then when it comes to saving pedophile or, uh, saving kids from pedophiles, um, or there's no outsting of anybody, no nothing. And then he's like, no, January 19th, that's when it's going to happen, bro. Just wait, just wait. Everything's getting declassified. Like what? So you mean to tell me one day before he leaves presidency is when he's going to save the fucking world. And that's all of a sudden going to make us all be like, Oh man, maybe we shouldn't have voted him out. Exactly. Like your whole strategy was fuck Blair. Like, what are you talking about? Hey, even if he did save the kids from pedophiles, which would be an amazing thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's not forget he's fucking racist and he's sexist and there's so much other shit than just him saving kids from pedophiles that's the thing that they like to lean on though because all the other sexist racist shit that's them too yeah that we talked about this too about moving forward how they're going to accept reality of the trump stuff because they've gone so far over the line to defend trump that it's going to be hard for them to scale back from those opinions that they've been blasting for the last four years Bro, they still post the same shit. Like they're double. Yeah. Like I've never seen a double down so doubled in my life. Yeah, the, and even I'm, I'm seeing it from like uh, senators and stuff that are now doubling down, saying that Trump is a was a real president that he still controls the republic. It's like, are you guys fucking insane? Yeah. If this is how you're going to continue forward with the this, especially if you're in a seat like that, then maybe it's time that somebody looks into getting you out of your seat. Yeah, it's like the, a real definition of a cult. Like there's like a real cult following behind him. Like he's. He has a savior complex and he is thriving with the shit and people right. will literally like risk their lives for him. And the wildest part about it is like, why Trump? Like, why is he the anointed one? Like, mm-hmm. there seems like there could have been so many better options for you guys. You know, so many more intelligent to to put all your eggs in the basket and all that. But maybe Trump is just the one that will venture to the wild side and entertain that stuff. And I don't stuff. know. I really don't know. Like, there, I've tried to sit and watch Trump speeches. Like, I'll sit and watch it where I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit with an open mind to try to understand what the appeal is. Right. And I think, we, yeah, I've done the same thing just to understand what. Just to understand. Yeah. And then when I'm listening, though, I'm like, bro, he's literally saying the same one thing over and over in 50 million different ways. And it's not even anything. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, unless I'm getting some chopped and screwed version that the fucking Republicans aren't getting. Yeah. Real shit. Like I don't, I am assuming I'm getting the same exact feed as everyone else in the United States. Somehow I'm not understanding what you guys are taking from this. That's why I think it's so wild because we can look at it. Like you and I look at this stuff and be like, man, this is some wild shit that he's doing. Like how can people be accepting of this? But there's people that will literally look at it and be like, Oh, I accept this. I think it's because he's, he's so vague that it allows some people to create their own scenarios. Mm, I think about it like the Q shit. It's like Trump has never really said anything that aligns himself with the Q stuff. Right. But he he doesn't, he doesn't say enough to keep himself away from it either. That's very true. He's like, exactly. So whatever your storyline is that you have with it, whether it's white supremacy, like, I mean, he's, he has said that he, uh, or he has not said that he denounces it. Right. Right. He never has said that he's for it either. That's a very vague thing. Like he's really yeah. playing in the middle. So if you're a white supremacist, like, oh yeah, like I could plant my story there. Of course. Uh, right. If he's a, uh, if he's the Q, like, I mean, that makes sense too. Yeah. Because it, because it doesn't not make sense because there's nothing saying that I'm not right, but there's nothing saying that you're right either. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird gray area and they use that. They're like, well, you know, this and this hasn't happened because of this. And they play into that gray area. Like, Oh, well, if this would have happened this way, then we would have figured out that all these people are pedophiles. It's like, okay, no, like it happened the way it happened because that's the truth of it. It's hella cringy. And when I click on like certain Trump supporters pages and you know, it's what 
it's a couple days after inauguration and you're just like, wow, these guys are really just still going in with the same shit, huh? Like, you, you know, he's been left. Yeah. Like, you know, he's not looking back for y'all. No, definitely not. <laughs> like he's out here trying to save his ass right now. He ain't trying to protect y'all. Yeah. He's got, a, he's got some other stuff coming down the pipeline. that's going to be, uh, he's probably way more worried about than keeping you guys happy. All he's doing is, uh, he's just raising fundraisers so that you guys will pay his debt. The art of the deal, man. You guys, you guys pride or praise him for the art of the deal. Come to find out you guys are the fucking pawns, you fucking idiots. Yeah, that is exactly what's happening. He's played these guys really well. And it's just, all of it is just a money grift, like all of it. And mm-hmm. that, like, going back to what you were saying about the Q stuff, like he doesn't say that he's not, like he doesn't believe in that stuff. So he's giving you just enough hope to mm-hmm. where you still believe in him. So you'll still support what he's doing. Exactly. He low key reminds me of a mega church pastor. Yeah. That's a like good, a, yeah, good comparison. Like he's just vague enough to give you hope, like you said, but it's a money grab. Like at a certain point, it's like your mission is very hypocritical to what you're preaching. Right. And that's and, exactly and, what it looks like. And using God in it. I and mean, we're not just talking about like, I'm talking about the Trump stuff too. Like mm-hmm. using God and Christianity as a way to push that stuff. Like it's, it's pretty sick shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's fucking weird. Um, what did you think about the, uh, the no people at Biden's inauguration. You think they're going to run with that shit? <laughs> oh yeah, you knew that they were. Like, oh, were with, uh, nobody wanted to see Biden in person because he wasn't holding thirty thousand people super rallies, super spreader rallies. Oh no, man. man, they're going to be like, man, see, there was definitely voter fraud. You guys over here talking about that Trump didn't get the popular vote. No one even went to see Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Trump supporters don't see how crazy it is to be flying these flags on the back of your car, especially when you're like. When we talked about this a little bit, but especially when you're saying like we should be respecting the American flag and then you have a flag on the back of your F-150 that has Trump's face on it. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to wear a flag as a as a clothing, an article of clothing. That's like oh, their definitely. number one propaganda. Definitely. Fucked, <laughs> definitely have done that. Well, I'm just saying like it's you can't be out here saying that you're, you know, this patriot like and oh. preach that. And you're literally doing everything that, you know, I don't know if it's in the Constitution or whatever. The flag rule book. Wherever yeah. it is, you're doing everything. It's literally saying not to do. Like I see you guys dropping the shit all the time in your fucking rallies and people trampling, it and you're picking it right back up and putting it on as a jacket. Like beat a two things you're not supposed officer. to do. They beat a Capitol police officer with an American flag. Yeah, bro. I don't get these people. I don't get them. And at the at this point, if you're still keeping up this charade and you continue to keep just diving deeper and deeper into the Trump shit, then I'm not trying to understand you either. Yeah, that's sort of shit. At this point, you're, it feels to me like you're too far gone, and mm-hmm. it's, I don't really need to understand you at this point. Yeah. What did you did you watch any of the inauguration? No, I didn't. I watched some clips on you know when I turned on YouTube TV, the first channel is news. So. Yeah, I caught a little bit of it. It was cool. It was nice to see the Obamas back. It was nice to see people fist pounding it up. Yeah. Uh, did you see the guy that was wearing the Dior Jordan ones? No. So they found they, this guy was uh, there was a picture of him taken. He was like in a suit. He was holding these two kids and he was wearing Dior ones. And it turns out that that's uh, Kamala's nephew-in-law okay. or some kind of family member. And it turns out that it was him and uh, her. I think it's her niece or whatever. had posted this thing about how he had asked her if he should wear dress shoes or Jordan's to the inauguration. She said she was in a good mood. So she was just like, do whatever makes you feel good. And he never talked about it again. And then he popped up with Dior ones. I saw um, Biden's granddaughter. I think her name is Maisie, Macy or something like that. Biden, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was rocking some ones also. I saw it pop right. up on uh, Nice Kicks Instagram page. That's hard. Yeah. I thought it was dope that he wore the Dior ones. He said, yeah. with this. I thought it was cool. That is cool. Uh, but yeah, other than that, the inauguration, yeah, it was nice to see uh, people. It, it, I'll say these last couple of days have felt hopeful. It feels like we had like a, a weight lifted off our shoulders. It feels like we have a direction and a purpose and an mm-hmm. idea of where this country's going now. I think the whole world is kind of like, Oh, thank God. Because Biden came in and started crossing shit out, putting shit in like immediately. Yeah. He switched immediately. Uh, he, the, uh, he took the Muslim ban off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing, he's taking all the things off that they put on DACA to like, you know, uh, I can't even think of the word, but just basically to fuck everything up for them. Uh, the student loan thing got, uh, not having to pay your student loans during COVID got extended to September and they're working on the eviction stuff. He did the mask mandate. Like he's moving and he's working. He went straight to the Oval Office. Trump would have spent four days celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paris Climate Accord. 
back Paris in the which is good because I bought a lot of renewable energy stocks and ETFs. So hopefully that shit goes up. Uh, quick question for you. So you know how we have targeted ads on like all of our social media and stuff. Do you ever click those? Um, on Instagram, I have been lately. Like uh, if it's like something really cool, something unique, like, uh, you know, based on the things I look at, you know, obviously the algorithm is going to give me stuff that I want to see. So I've seen like a lot of cool, like hat designs, like clothing manufacturers and stuff like that then i'll at least check out their website if it looks cool um i don't necessarily buy a lot from those targeted advertising but like uh my aunt for christmas she got me this like jordan clock and all all of them are a different pair of jordans for each hour and she got that off of facebook advertisement so yeah Yeah. i mean uh, yeah i don't i don't really personally do much of it but i'll definitely check out companies if if they're like if the promotion looks cool and if their stuff looks cool yeah, I found myself, like, when it comes to Instagram, that's really the only times I ever click targeted ads for myself. Um, the reason why I asked this, though, is because I went to go search something on Google. Uh, let's say I'm looking up, like, car exhaust company. Or, no, no, take that back. Let's say that I'm looking up Nikes. So I'll just type in Nike on Google. Right. You know how, like, the first two are always ads? Yeah. And then the third one is, like, the website. But the first two, like, you can go to Nike from, like, the first one or whatever. Yeah, usually they'll say, like, uh, save 30% now by clicking this or 30% off sale or something like that. It'll be, like, some kind of advertisement for the main website. Oh, I mean, not always. I'm just saying, like, sometimes, let's say that it's not an uh, an incentive for anything. It's just you click this, and it's just the Nike one, but it has, like, the little ad tag next to the oh, website. Sure. I never click those. I'll scroll down and find the real website. So Yeah, same. I never click anything because I always... I don't know what it is, but in my mind, it feels like I'm about to get a virus if I click on one of those. I don't know what it is either. You said what? I said, which I know is not true. Like, I know I'm not going to get a virus from clicking on those, but it just feels like something that would give me a virus. Yeah. Something about it to me is like, I don't know if I want to see random ass Nikes everywhere, especially ones I'm not going to buy. Yeah, exactly. Like, where are you directing me? Like, is this a, I get weirded out because I, I think that it's going to direct me to a page that looks like it's Nike, but it's like Nike with two E's or something. And they're just fucking mm. taking all my yeah i just found it interesting like you know we click on targeted ads for other things but as soon as you google some shit you don't click a targeted ad that doesn't have a picture yeah right yeah maybe that's what like makes it entices us is if you can show me your product i'm gonna i'll click on it but just seeing the link like because there's a couple of times i've clicked on some of those Instagram links they look a little sketchy to be honest with you so yeah for sure but maybe just having the picture and like being able to see the product is what kind of removes that from my mind yeah yeah i found that interesting I was say, speaking of your food channel so or your food page i saw that you made the uh those breakfast what was it, breakfast burritos or mm-hmm. it had pineapple in it yeah. you need to this once and for all so that people know where we stand on this does pineapple belong on pizza and what what do we think is actually why people like pineapple on their pizza i don't think it does me neither i don't think it does i don't like warm pineapple actually so funny thing about that uh breakfast burrito i had a dream then I made a breakfast burrito and put pineapple in it. And I was like, oh, like the sweet of the pineapple is so good in this. And that was my dream. Interesting. I, yeah. So I just made it and it worked out, which I don't like warm pineapple at all, but I don't know. It worked. For me, I think it's like when you bite into the pineapple, because the pineapple has so much moisture in it, mm-hmm. it like gets the moisture into other things. And I don't want wet pizza. It's too juicy. Yeah. Too juicy. And also, I'm not a big person that likes a lot of sweet foods when I'm eating something like dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, breakfast it's okay when it's like pancakes and stuff but even sometimes like i'll get pancakes like the pancakes from mcdonald's and sometimes i won't put a whole bunch of syrup on it because i like more i think when it's like an actual meal meal i like the more savory stuff i don't really like sweet combined unless it's like a sweet chili sauce or something that's where i'm at i'm i'm not a sweet food eater like if i'm gonna eat sweets it's gonna be candy yeah i mean it's yeah. gonna be like specifically sweet it's not gonna be fucking chicken and waffles that's crazy to me what Oh, I love chicken and waffles, but I don't put too much. That's another thing that I don't really put too much syrup on. I just like the the actual waffle and the chicken together, but I don't really like it when there's a bunch of syrup. Actually, the last time I had chicken and waffles when I was in Houston, I didn't even put syrup on it. I just ate it with butter and just put pieces of the chicken into it and ate it almost like a taco. Mm, see, I can see that being pretty good. I don't know. I think I'm just hella turned off to breakfast because it's usually on the sweeter side. Oh, I love breakfast. Um, but the breakfast is I eat. It's the breakfast is <laughs> this is oh, I yeah. eat it. It's it's like savory food. It's not nothing sweet. I'm not a big pancake person. I like um, what are those things called? The French toast. I like it, but after like three bites, it's too much sweetness for me. Like I like the salty, savory stuff for breakfast. 
Bro, I'll eat steak and eggs every day for breakfast if I could because it's the closest to dinner, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true. It's yeah. interesting because a lot of people don't really care for breakfast. I like breakfast, but a lot of, I know a lot of people that that's not one of their, they don't even really care for that meal. Mm-mm. Taylor has to have breakfast. Has to have things. breakfast. Like as soon as she wakes up, she has to eat. I'm like, how? Like, yeah. I can't. But my breakfast now are like, uh, like breakfast shakes. I don't, mm. I make like, a, uh, like an oatmeal, like it has oatmeal shake in it with berries and stuff, which is weird because we just talked about not liking like sweet stuff, but I'll drink like a, like a protein shake with oatmeal in it for breakfast. It has berries and it has sweet stuff, but that's more of like a chocolatey sweet, mm-hmm. not a like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's good. And I, yeah. I most, I do most every day. What's another thing that you just won't, you can't stand having on your pizza. Um, that's really it to be honest. I mean, uh, if there's like big slices of tomatoes, that's fucking weird. I'm not a big uh, Canadian bacon fan. I love Canadian bacon. I love bacon. I love bacon. I just don't really care for Canadian bacon. So sorry to the Canadians. I, I love meat, bro. Like put all the meat, like meat lovers pizza. That's my shit. Yeah. I do like meat lovers too. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. if they put, if they put crushed pineapple on a pizza, I think it would be a lot better than like the diced pineapples. Cause it's not a burst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. I think that's the issue is the Maybe burst. Like a, a pineapple garnish instead of a, like a full on pineapple. Yeah. That could be maybe like a pineapple drizzle on it or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, if they had such a thing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, let's get into subtitles. So, did you end up watching Tenet? I did watch it. Uh, What did you think? It was okay. Uh, Did you watch it just once? I watched it just once. Okay. Did you understand what was going on in it? Because it's it's a lot. I didn't really understand too much the first time I watched it. To be quite honest with you, and I might have been. Yeah, I think I I think I understood the gist of it. Um, I think a lot of it was just too stretched out. I was like, you're trying to make this a little more complicated than it has to be. I understand uh, using backwards time forwards is a difficult concept. That is a really difficult, and I think that's what made it so confusing too. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I feel like you could have made that a lot easier than what it is. Like you try to be Inception. Yeah, like with the turnstile things, I didn't really get that very much when they had to like go in at the same time and mm-hmm. how they had to wear the oxygen masks at a certain point. Like some of it was it was really strange. It was really well done though. I really liked that movie, but yeah, it, I think it takes a couple times to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, you were telling me to um, put subtitles on, which I understand now because the voices were extremely quiet. It's always like that with Christopher Nolan movies. It was like that with the uh, Dark Knight Rises too, with Bane's voice. They actually had to digitally alter it because the people were complaining too much about the trailers. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, and it was so fast paced that if you didn't have the captions on for me, I would miss a lot. And that's and that's kind of what we're going to lead into. But I was I I keep the captions on because I miss a lot of what they're saying, especially when I'm like looking down at my phone and then there's like a critical part of the movie and I'm looking down and I miss what they say, and especially in like a movie like that when it's hard to hear. I have to have those captions on. And sometimes you miss things that people say because they say it so quickly that you don't really understand what they're saying. Like in the office, they do that a lot. They make like these little side jokes that are really fast. And if you don't have the subtitles on, sometimes you don't catch it just because like it's moving so fast and it, you can't really tell what they're saying because it's so quickly done. I get that. I don't like subtitles. But you're not a subtitle guy at all. I don't like it. I don't. I think if um if they had subtitles like in the middle of the screen, like literally like right here. As weird as that sounds, it would be better because I feel like if I'm reading it at the bottom of the screen, I have to like read down here, then look up here, read down here, look up here. Oh, okay. I got you. I don't like yeah. the eye movement. I'd rather just keep my eyes right in the middle. Like I just want to see the whole thing from the jump. And I don't know if it's like a big TV issue, like not trying to flex or anything, but like like reading all the way down here and then looking all the way up here is an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, that does sound like a flex. <laughs> yeah. No, I get what you're Big TVs are cheap now. It's not even a flex anymore. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and then we got those stimmies hitting, so... Yeah. Uh, I get what you mean, though. I just like having subtitles on, because I like being able to, like I said, like, missing the jokes and stuff. Like, sometimes I like to be able to see what they're actually saying or uh, who's saying it, because sometimes, like, people... There will be a couple people talking, and it'll get jumbled up, and you don't know who was saying what. Like, movies like the Christopher Nolan ones, it kind of helps a lot if you have the subtitles on. But I can see how it could kind of be a distraction while you're Mm -hmm. watching. I think I've just grown so accustomed to having them on. Cause I used to put it on like during lost and stuff. So I could understand what the fuck was going on. So I'm just, I think at this point it's just kind of a habit. I had a coworker who was talking about his wife always watching anime and mm-hmm. she would have um, subtitles on and she learned to speak Korean or Japanese. And 
I was wondering like how, like how, I wonder how for multiple reasons, because like you're reading and I don't know if you do this, like, do you read in here at the same time? Uh, yeah, I have like a, I think we talked about this one time at the on the podcast, but like when I'm reading, I have like a dialogue in my head. So it's like a voice narrating what I'm reading as I'm reading it. Yeah. So then when it's like a foreign language, though, like, how do you know that the words are correct? Because most foreign languages, the, the yeah. sentence structure is different. Oh, yeah. That's why I failed German in high school, because fucking the, the grammar and putting things in the right sentences, like I could I could tell I could speak it and mm-hmm. verbalize it. But when it came to writing it or, you know, whatever, it, it was hard. Yeah. But also like um, like the translation isn't necessarily correct either, because let's say if if I'm talking to you and I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're not going to write it in Spanish like that's cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so there's like a, a translation where it's like what you're reading isn't even necessarily what they're saying. It's an interpretation of what they're saying. Exactly. But it's like on the most basic form. Right. So, so you're not even really saying it, even if you were to repeat it, you're not even saying it right. I mean, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really understand like how, how she could do that, which I'm, if she could do it good for her, I just, I know I can't do it like that. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it like that. Like the way that I learned a foreign language in high school was I would go out and play basketball and I'd shoot baskets and count the baskets in German. Like that's mm-hmm. how I learned to count and stuff. And then, yeah. And then I also used to, uh, like record myself saying this stuff and then listen to it while I play video games and things. So it's like, like it's just like a repetitive cycle. Like uh, that's how I used to memorize speeches in college was just to put them on tape and just really listen to them over and over and over again. So just kind of like stuck. I feel that we went to Spain a few years back and we were out there for two weeks. And in those two weeks, bro, I feel like I learned Spanish. Yeah. I mean, you, we'll speak to that a little bit. Like how was it really hard in Spain to like move around and navigate without knowing some little bit of Spanish? Um, Spanish, first of all, is uh, it's, it sounds English as weird as that is. Like it's English letters it's not and the shit. Language so yeah, and then everyone speaks it, and you know we have a lot of you know Hispanics in our area, so we've heard these words before. And For then sure. if if I don't know what it is, like I'll ask them, like how do you say this and blah blah blah, because they speak English as well, and they'll tell me how to say it. So next time I'll just say it, and then now that I have that down, they'll say something else. I'm like, well, what is that? So then I can add that to my words that I already know type shit. I don't know. It's a lot easier when they know English too, to help you. But when I went to Japan the first time, bro, I didn't, which is crazy because I'm a quarter Japanese. So I should know this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I took Japanese in high school, but I went out there, bro. I was lost as fuck. Like I'm over here. I feel like, I really felt like the tour is just like, how do you go to another country? And don't even know their language. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know how all the people are like, um, if you're in our country, you need to learn our language which is mm-hmm. fucked up, first of all. Yeah. But I really felt like the guy, I was like, damn, like now I hella sympathize with the people that come to another country and don't know the language because you feel extremely lost, extremely overwhelmed. No one can really help you. Right. No one knows your language. That, and then like, if you think about like how you have to sound things out in English as compared to other uh, languages too, like understanding, like getting a grasp of the dialect and how to say certain things would be so hard because you're so, like you said, like with the subtitle thing, like the translation things, it's so hard to move it from one language to the other. It could mean a completely different thing with the way you're saying it or the, the, the way it's being pronounced. Like it could be two different things. Cause a lot of, there is a lot of words in the English language that do mean the same thing or are close to each other in spelling mm-hmm. and pronunciation. It can mean two different things. Yeah. Uh, let me give you an example between Spain and Japan, like why they were different uh, to navigate not knowing their languages. So if I go to Spain and I want to get on their train system, I can sound out the words because I know those letters. Mm-hmm. Same letters as English. I yeah. go to Japan, I see fucking characters. I don't know how to say that shit. I don't know, how am I supposed to sound this out? Like, I don't know, like how to even start sounding it out. Right. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. It's so overwhelming, bro. Like it's, I wanted to break down for a minute. I was like, fuck, because I was going to miss a flight. This isn't an airport. I had like 30 minutes to my next flight. Um, I had to get through uh, customs. I was like, bro, I'm not even going to get through customs. I don't even know how to get there. I got to catch a fucking light rail, you know, from one side of the airport to the other side of the airport. I don't know what stop I'm supposed to get off of because all these characters are foreign as fuck. Yeah. I'm already confused in my own country. Imagine being in another country. <laughs> bro, shit was crazy. I ended up missing the flight, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah. Did they have an English 
people's English speaking people at customs to help you out? They, they do. They have them in like very specific spots, but it's hard to find those spots. Like the Tokyo airport's huge. Yeah. Yeah. But so like to find those spots and you can go up to like, uh, like not all airlines speak English. Right. Because fuck you guys. Like, why do we have to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah so okay. the other way around. Yeah. Kind of ironic because we say the same thing when they come over here. Yeah. I definitely don't say that shit now. Like if someone can't speak the oh. language, like I'll, I'll go to like my bootleg sign language, you know what I mean? Gestures and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, like I work in the, in the airline industry and the people that I work with, a lot of them are from foreign backgrounds, you know, like the people that work in the kitchen and stuff to help prepare things for the fights, mm. but they're from foreign backgrounds. So I've definitely grown an even more. I mean, you know, like my, some of my family are immigrants here too, but I've grown more of a soft spot for immigrants and more of a patience with them when things happen like that, because it's, it is hard to come from somewhere else and just, completely have to learn a whole new thing and a whole new way of living like mm-hmm. on top of having to learn a whole new language as well yeah yeah so shout out to the foreigners especially the foreign chicks because we love them <laughs> real talk uh yeah do we have anything else such as shout outs maybe uh yeah shout outs um Oh, I was just going to shout out uh, Sarah Thomas. We talked about her in Hot Headlines, but she's going to be the first woman referee for Super Bowl. I think that's dope. We talked about it already, too, about you know how progressive sports are seem to be coming uh, with integrating uh, women into male sports, which it's not even women into male sports. It's just we call it male sports because women haven't been in it, but it's just you know integrating women into these traditionally male sports. 100%. Super dope. Yeah. Um, I had a shout out just to everybody who participated in our beautiful democracy and got that orange fat fuck out of here. Yeah. Congratulations to all of you. So it has definitely been a great couple of days without having to check Twitter to see what the fuck he's doing. Um, so yeah, that one, I wanted to say, of course, rest in peace, Kobe. Um, this, I think Sunday will be the anniversary of him and Gigi's passing. So rest in peace to Kobe. Crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year already. And uh, I was talking with this with Shane, shout out Shane, but he was saying like, it seemed like the whole world just went so fucked up after Kobe passed. Mm-hmm. Everything went downhill so fast after he passed. And I honestly thought that that was going to be like the biggest headline of last year, like the thing that affected me the most. And then fuck, Corona came out of nowhere. Bro, literally, like I thought the same thing, but Kobe was like down here, just kept going, 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 going. Like we were really like, actually, we were like at the top of the roller coaster when Kobe passed. And then we just like, yeah. Because I had. One- Coming into last year, despite everything that was going on with Trump and everything, I had pretty good feelings about 2020 before the Kobe stuff. As soon as the Kobe stuff happened, then the COVID stuff happened. It's like you said, it's like the life just went straight down from there. Mm-hmm. And then it was person after person passing every week. It was it's just been a lot. It's yeah, a lot. you see that uh, that rapper was a young CEO, died at like 20. I remember yeah. seeing him when he was like 14, 14 or 15. He was like one of the young rappers. Uh, I think he he goes by big CEO now, I think. Well, he did. Anyway, he was like one of those promising young rappers. And I remember seeing him pop up on something. And I didn't know he was 20 already. I was like, fuck, time flies. But yeah, he reportedly died. I don't know how he died. I don't, it didn't really go into detail. Oh, man. Well, rest in peace to him. Yeah, I've, I've seen that name um, around the CEO. Uh, but yeah, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know too much about him. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. So rest in peace to Kobe. Uh, rest in peace to Gigi. Everybody that lost their life on that helicopter. Um, that still, still is not sits well with me and i mean anybody's death doesn't sit well but you know what i mean like the energy from it just it just still feels bad doesn't feel like i don't know but sunday's going to be a difficult day for sure and um yeah so yeah rest in peace Dave. rest in peace mac miller i know we said that at the, the top of the, the podcast but uh i definitely want to make sure we recognize him this year or at this uh, episode too and like you said earlier happy birthday mlk jr happy birthday to mlk jr thank you for everything you've done mm-hmm. um it's so crazy to me. I think, uh, I don't know if you saw that I posted this on my Instagram, but they were talking about how MLK and uh, what was her name? What was the girl that survived the Holocaust? Anne Frank? Anne Frank. Was it Anne Frank? They were born in the same year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would both have both been 92 this year. And it's just crazy to think that that's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Like we, we put it in the back of our minds. Like that happened a long time ago. Like racism was so long ago because then when you think about 50 years, it does seem like a long time, but in all actuality, it really isn't that big of a chunk of time. Real talk. I'm going to cut this out, but I remember Matt telling me that my job, the union, didn't allow black people in until 1973, bro. That's fucked up. I was like, bro, that's like yeah, our that's age. A, that's he, crazy. Dad's in the, what, his 60s? Yeah, but he wasn't working. Uh, he wasn't. He never worked in the union. He was always corporate. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so he never had experience that shit. But he um, he worked. He started working at Boeing. Uh, I think eighty eight year before me. 
Oh, damn, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And he, he just retired recently too, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really dope. I wanted to. I was checking to make sure that it was actually Anne Frank, and I wasn't just saying the wrong name. I'm pretty sure it was. It was. It was Anne Frank. I just checked it. But uh, yeah. So that's episode 65. Uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Every Monday. Um, yeah, and where I'm just so happy that we don't have to hear from that fat orange fucker. Listen, man, this is okay. I know where this is going to get a little long winded, but no more Trump, mm-hmm. no more Giuliani, mm-hmm. no more, uh, no more, uh, what was her name? Kaylee McInerney or whatever, the Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. No more Donald Trump Jr., no more Eric Trump, no more Kushner. Like, no more Mitch. <laughs> we, do, we should just be happy that just Trump's gone. There's a whole fucking wild crew of them that are, are gone now. Well, yeah. not gone, but you know. Yeah, suppressed. Yeah, you say suppressed. Yeah, <laughs> now they'll know what it feels like to be a minority in this country. Yeah, they are the minority now. They're still not gonna be treated like a minority, but I understand the joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's episode uh, sixty-five.